we always fail at clapping always, at the same time. I go to, yeah, I <laughs> and we're like we're looking at each other in the eye, and like we know you're going to clap, and we're like, <laughs> I go way too early. <laughs> hey, how are you? Good, yeah, good episode last week. Thank you. Yes, me and Courtney yeah. discussed uh, Tarantino with more um, with other things, other things. Yeah, no, I enjoyed it. It was good. Good, good. What have you been up to? What have I been up to? Just my new job. You That's liking it? it? Yeah, no, it's really fun. Um, it's good. Basically, just exactly the kind of thing I want to be doing. So it's going really, really That's well. Perfect. Um, yeah, I saw Ad Astra last week. I saw Waitress last Waitress and Musical last week, which was amazing. Um, but yeah, it's been about. it's been good. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad. And um, Cara is joining us tonight, so she's just uh, she's just on the floor chewing chewing her bones. So if you hear some chewing noises, it's it's Cara. It's not me or. <laughs> yeah, no, we're not deciding to suddenly go crazy um how have i been been fine yes i've yeah. had like a sore throat thing for ages and it's really annoying because we're so close to finishing like a girl season two and all we need uh... is for me to re-record my voiceover and i can't because i've got this nasally thing on it i don't know if you can hear it it's not very very bad but i know it's no, there I so like it makes me feel subconscious okay okay it just makes me feel subconscious i, I don't know what it is but yeah so yeah we're close to finishing that off which will be good because then I can finally get that finished. It's been on my to-do Yay. list for like two years. It's just... Super exciting. Some projects just take longer than you ever think they will. And mm. it, this is one of them. So, mm. yeah, there's that. Um, but no, not really been up to much. Um, continuing to get annoyed by people who think that running towards my puppy and screaming is a great idea. And then becoming well, annoyed when she barks. I didn't know that was a thing people did. That's, yeah, it's obviously it. she's a way she's she's a rare dog. Not many people have Dalmatians. Not many, not many people see Dalmatians. Yeah. But when people run towards her and they're like, "Oh my god, a Dalmatian!" It terrifies her. So she does bark, yeah. and it's not because she's badly trained. It's not because she's a Norse, Norse, nasty, uh, nasty or vicious dog. <laughs> You've just frightened her. It's like any person. Yeah. If someone jumped out on you and you didn't see them, you would probably scream. And that's her way of screaming and saying, "What are you doing? Get away from me!" Yeah. So yeah, stop sticking your kid in front of my dog because when she bites them, it's not gonna be her fault. Mm. So yeah, that's so silly. I know. Just so just de- dealing with like little bits and pieces like that. But other than that, yeah. everything's everything's been grand. It's all been fine. How um, do you feel about autumn being here? I feel good. I feel I I always like September. I feel like it's like a f- a false fresh start. Maybe yeah. it reminds me of going back to school and like you know you, you say to yourself like this year I'm gonna study so hard and I'm gonna get a boyfriend and I'm gonna be out every. I weekend. love that because mine was I'm gonna get new stationery. So clearly, <laughs> oh my god, no. Right, my birthday's coming up in yeah. um like three weeks time, and Scott asked me to send him like my birthday list, like we do mm-hmm. every year, mm-hmm. and he was like. You've asked for 17 notebooks. Do you really want all these? And I was like, yes, absolutely. <laughs> I can find more if you want me to. <laughs> oh, I love stationery. It's the best. Best part of anything, stationery. Best part of anything. I love the fresh school year, getting a fresh pencil case, getting mm. little, like, little mm. pens. Little. I used to get excited about getting Tipex as well. Like, you were uh, hot shit if you had Tipex yes. in your pencil case. You know what yes. I'm saying? It was like the gum of being 16 and 17. It was, it was, seriously. Yeah. But I, God, going back to school feels like so, so long ago now. Yeah. Doesn't Facebook it? reminded me it's been eight years since I was in, like, a fresher. No. Was, yeah, yeah, I was a fresher eight years ago. 
crazy. That's funny. Yeah, I was thinking the other day because I enrolled in film school mm. six and a half years ago, which seems mm. crackers to me because Rianne Pitches is six this year, so that's like very, very strange. Yeah. yeah. Um. So this week we had the Emmys, which is the television Oscars, essentially. We did. Um, yes. And yeah, a lot of great choices, a lot of great winners. Um, Fleabag picked up three awards, which is fantastic. Mm. Um, other great winners. Um, sorry, I'm just just looking now to try and get the winners list up because I thought I was being prepared, but I am clearly <laughs> not prepared. This is outrageous. Bear with me one moment. Do 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 do. I might just start putting like on hold music in between. Hold music, parts. yeah. So I don't actually have to edit it out. I can just um. We should just yeah. play the unfabulous theme song. Day after day, it's unfabulous. So obviously, Fleabag won best comedy series, which is fantastic yes. considering the category. We spoke about this earlier in the year. Um, I was very shocked that Game of Thrones won best drama. <laughs> Me too. I mean, it was, it was one of the shite. worst seasons ever. One of the most disappointed, um, disappointing finales of all time. And the fact that it beat, like, Killing Eve, The Bodyguard, Succession, which everyone's very happy about. Um, yeah. It was crazy. I'm really shocked at that. It kind of just felt like a swan song kind of thing. Yeah, definitely. Like, oh, we'll just definitely. give you this. Um, really pleased about Chernobyl winning. I thought that was a great win. Um mm. I thought that, you know, it was very hard because When They See Us was um, such a great thing. But obviously, Jarell Jerome won Best Actor in Limited Series. Um, so that's fantastic. I mean, I mean the, the actor categories were amazing. Bill Hader, yeah. Billy Porter, Jodie Comer, Phoebe, Phoebe Waller-Bridge and Michelle Williams. I mean, I haven't seen uh, Voss and Verdon. Have you? No, me neither. Me neither no, I mean, it's been on my list for a while. A lot of people were angry about Amy Adams not winning. I particularly really was pulling for Joey Kings. I thought she was great in the act, but, you know, um, yeah, a lot, lot out there. Yeah, it was... Re- I was really... This is going to be the only time I was okay with Mahershala Ali losing something because Jarrell Jerome was fantastic and And he was year. so happy for him too. I know, it was he so He was cute. so happy. That's the, that was a very tough category though. It I mean... Was. Um, uh, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel won quite a lot of awards. Uh, Peter D- uh, Dinklage won for Game of Thrones as Tyrion. To be fair, uh, if anyone she was going to really... win it, you know, I just I don't really. It was not mm. a good season. I do not Mm-mm. understand why there were, a why there were so many nominations and b you know why. Yeah, I just can't. Uh, but speaking of the act, obviously Patricia Arquette won um, yeah. in supporting actress. So that was fantastic. And um, directing wise, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, uh, she didn't direct it, but she won. Fleabag won. A uh, Chernobyl won, and Ozark won. Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman it. won an Emmy for directing. It, what a tra- what a strange turn of events. Uh, yeah, I mean. I definitely have a soft spot for Jason Bateman, and I think that's because I love This Is Where I Leave. It. I do too. Films. Yeah, it's like, I, I yeah, do it's love amazing. That film. But I just I didn't, and I do watch Ozark, but it's just really dark. Like it's, yeah, I I, I like, couldn't get I into it. Didn't I, get I, it. I don't know. I just couldn't get into it. And it's very mm. it's a very un Jason Bateman like show because I feel like Jason yeah. Bateman is that actor that essentially plays Jason Bateman in everything. In every movie, you know, yeah. He, Arrested Development is Jason Bateman. Horrible Bosses, Jason Bateman. Um, 
carrots you've just completely started listing things and then realize you haven't got the rest of the list but yeah so it, it's different it's different for him um there were no wins for the handmaid's towel um probably because not a very good season uh yeah. there wasn't obviously when this year's won two 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 i can't speak what's going on with me two awards <laughs> two awards um shit's creek obviously lost no nothing for ava duvernay which is just feels ridiculous to me yeah so she was nominated for directing wasn't she yeah um, yeah and she lost out to chernobyl um, sorry, she okay. was nominated for writing and she lost out to Chernobyl. Uh, and she was also okay. nominated for directing and she lost out to Chernobyl. So it was really between Chernobyl and When They See Us, Chernobyl really. And, and it's difficult because they, they were both very, very, very yeah. good shows. Yeah, no, they were both very Any good. other year, it would have just cleared house. Yeah. Uh, the biggest winner of the night was Fleabag, winning four awards. Um, then it was Chernobyl winning three. So, you know, HBO is still up there. It won nine awards, so it's still yeah. kind of like hitting... But the second biggest winner was Prime Video. Was it? Who would have... Yeah, so you had HBO... Maisel. Nine awards, yeah. Yeah. Mrs. Maisel. Prime Video won seven. Netflix won four. And then it was tied between FX and NBC who won two awards. If you're listening to this and not understanding what I'm talking about, this is networks. So this is basically who is producing the best material according to the Emmys. And HBO, once again, is up there. I mean, I don't know if you would agree with me, but HBO do bring out the best shows. If it yeah. shows on HBO, you know it's got a little bit of levity to it. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, I think they 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 perform consistently well. Like, there's not been a year where I've not watched an HBO show or multiple HBO shows. That's a good point. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think that makes. I think yeah, I think it's a it's what I expect it to be. Even though obviously Netflix and Prime are producing some really good content. Yeah, HBO is just like HBO, isn't it? They just need to hire more women. Yeah. Anyway, um, Glow announced they're going to do season four and that's going to be the end of it. What are your thoughts mm. on that? Um, like initially, super sad about it, but then I thought about it and I think it's the right thing to do because I felt like season three for me was quite slow. Well, I, I thought it, know... it kind of brought it back to like, you know when we had the episode a few weeks ago about TV cancellations yes. and the fact that more shows nowadays are being given like a like one season to wrap things up and end things yeah. with. I thought that was quite good. I thought it wasn't like, because I, to be honest, I was fully expecting them to just cancel it and then we never see the show again. Mm. Um, because like you, season three was just slow and not really yeah. much was happening. Um, so yeah, so that's going to be season four and that's done. Um, I'm hoping it's going to be a good one. I think they've got an opportunity there. They've opened a lot of things up, so I hope they just close them properly. Yeah. Um, which I think do they will right. do. I hope yeah. so. I think um, we're losing... Are we losing Glow and Shit's Creek in the same year? We are. <laughs> I, I don't even want to think about the end of Shit's Creek because I'm going to need counselling. If you're listening to this, you can recommend a good therapist or <laughs> end of TV show artist. Please send them my way. Peaky Blinders ended this week. Um, season five... Another show that I thought had a very slow season. Yeah. And my theory on this is that I feel like, obviously, they've been given... They've been told they can have two more seasons after this. So I think they're mm-hmm. finishing on season seven, aren't they? Mm-hmm. And I think that they're playing the long game. Yeah. So they've introduced these characters like Mosley and Winston Churchill, and they're playing the long game now. Unfortunately, as, as great as that is for a writer, as an audience member, it was so dull. I'm sorry, Very it was dull. so dull. The Super fact that dull. there was about... I mean, how many episodes were this season? Was it six? Five? Six, six I think. Six, it felt yeah. longer than six, though. 
It's dragged. It just, it just, it just. What's wrong, Cara? Do you agree? Did you not like? Cara actually watches Peaky Blinders, and when it gets too violent, I actually feel like I need to like shield her eyes, <laughs> like a proper mum. Oh hello, you joined us on the table. Um, yeah, I just, I just didn't love it. I thought that mm. it was just a little bit, almost pretentious. Yeah. At times. The last episode I thought was fantastic. I love the showdown between Michael and um, Tommy. Yeah. Is it cold in here, Michael? Then he just throws it into the fire. Um, <laughs> I thought that was great. I think Anya Taylor-Joy is doing a fantastic job. She is. And um, She's everywhere. She's everywhere. Um, I think Sam Claflin is fucking terrifying. He's yes. so scary. And when they show and- him having sex, I'm like, oh, God, this is too much. Yeah. I was surprised at how, when I say how good he was, I, I don't mean that I ever thought Sam Claflin was bad, but this is like another level. It is. No, I, I, I agree with where you're coming from there. It's yeah. Because, like, I mean, I only really know him from, obviously, The Hunger Games and that yeah. film he did with Rachel Wise called, is it My Cousin Rachel? I have not seen that. He was really good in that. Um, but no, when he when they said they were he was coming into this, I was like, oh yeah, okay. You know, I was a bit more excited in the past about Adrian Brody and Tom yeah. Hardy and things like that. But I was like, okay, cool. But he is just incredibly terrifying. Um, so is. yeah, I'm excited to see where it goes. I just hope the next season has a lot more pace. Yeah, and like that classic Peaky Blinders violence and thrilling uh, thrill that we we've had in the past. Um, I think Arthur's been great this season though. Mm, <laughs> I just same. love that. In the episode when he was like, fuck Linda. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, he's been so good. He's fantastic. Um, a new show come back. Uh, sorry, mm. a new show come back. That was completely an oxymoron. <laughs> uh, one of my favourite shows come back this week, American Horror Story. Okay. Which I'm assuming you do not watch because it has the word horror in the title. Yes, yes. That's exactly. So I've, I've been like a fan of American Horror Story since it's come out. I mean, this mm-hmm. is now season... Is it eight or nine? Something ridiculous like that. And yeah, uh-huh. the quality has definitely decreased over time. It's not as a great a show as it was beforehand. But I still watch it because I love trash. I love Fair. trash. So, so Emma Roberts is in this season. Billy Lord's in this season. Cody Fern's in this mm-hmm. season. Um, it's all right. But it's very... Obviously, you are, you are not going to like accept this at all. It's very Halloween-esque. Friday the 13th, mm. this classic kind of slasher horror. Um, okay. It also has Richard Ramirez in it, the Night Stalker. Oh, cool. Yes. It was really weird because he, oh, he, the guy, cool. yeah, the guy popped up on screen. I was like, God, he really looks like Richard Ramirez. How unfortunate for yeah. him. And he was Richard Ramirez. So that, he was that makes <laughs> it there. So yeah, that come back this week. Um, but one show that I watched this past week, which I absolutely loved, was mm. Unbelievable. Okay, I've not, I've not, I'm waiting for this weekend because I know I'm going to binge it, but tell me what you thought. So this is the story about, it's, it's in two timelines, first of all, so you've got one timeline of this girl that has reported a rape and she's not been believed. Shocking, I know, like that would, you know, ever happen in the world, Right. a woman not being believed yeah. for rape. Um, and then the other timeline is two police detectives who are investigating other rapes. It was, the first episode is very hard hitting. Um, mm-hmm. it's very hard to watch it's very frustrating to watch um, mm. but then once you get past that and you're introduced to the new characters it becomes a lot more not interesting because the first episode is interesting but I, I don't know about, I don't know whether it's because I've been through like an assault thing it's it's just 
uncomfortable. Yeah. Maybe you, when when you've watched when you once you've watched it, you might be able to agree with me. But I just found it very uncomfortable, and I was getting angry watching it. Yeah. But it's it's an incredible show, and I really hope they sweep up the Emmys next year because some of the performances. Oh, nice. Tony Collette. And I've heard think, great things about Merritt Weaver. Yes, Merritt Weaver. So obviously, I watched Show Nurse Jackie. I don't know if you ever yeah. watched that. Yeah. She's great in Nurse Jackie, but in this, she's fantastic, and she still she plays a similar role. Um, but it, it's it's amazing, and I really, really, um, I really, really hope you enjoy it because I thought it was mm. great. I thought it was great. Yeah, no, I remember reading the um, article that like when it was when it first broke, and I remember thinking it was one of the worst things I'd ever kind of come across. It was just the miscarriage of justice was just ridiculous. Um, so I'm really looking forward to watching it, and I love everyone in it. So oh, I'll keep you posted. You'll get I, yeah. you'll get. Um, text midway through my binge this weekend oh i'm excited it was good because it's obviously binging is hard for me now because i have very little free time with um cara but i just i oh it was just it was i was for me as well from not being able to binge anymore it makes me more excited to watch the next episode Mm. because i'm kind of like oh god i can't wait to find out what happens rather than just clicking next episode in five seconds kind of thing um so yeah yeah anything you watch this week you'd like to share um, so I finished Styling Hollywood. Okay. <laughs> Which is really... So it's... <laughs> so it's like, I thought it was going to be... It is light watching. I didn't think I was going to get so invested. But it's basically about Jason Bolden, who is a stylist for famous people, specifically um, black women in America. Uh, okay. In Hollywood, but also America. And just the sort of like mm-hmm. ins and outs of being a stylist in Hollywood. And, you know, it chronicles his relationship with his um, husband, Adair, who runs like an interior design company. And just this kind of like, they're on, they want to have a kid. And, and, and it's just, it's, yeah, it's, it's a light watch, but it's re- like you get really invested, um, which is really cool. And I also started Top Boy. How do you like it? Because this is interesting because this Top Boy is a remake of the original yes. Top Boy. And I, I quite like it because the makers of the show come out and said, I'm really sorry, Cara is interruption sprite now. No, that's fine, that's fine. Miss, what would you like to contribute? Top Boy? Top you Boy? You just some treats. Okay. Um, <laughs> what I really liked is they're saying, we're now making the show that we could have made if we had the money back then. And mm. I think that's a really great way of approaching a remake slash reboot. Yeah. So yeah, because I, like I was that. a big fan of the BBC one, and I was, like, I was upset, well, as upset as I usually get about shows being cancelled, but when it was cancelled, I was like, oh, that's a real shame, because it was a real kind of look into, into kind of London as it is, which I feel like we don't really get on TV very much. No, so when I heard don't. That, you know, and when we yeah. do, it's usually done by someone who has no idea what it's about. Exactly, like Taylor Swift's song. <laughs> um <laughs> Strolling through Camden. I know. I mean, really... <laughs> sorry, that's so ridiculous. <laughs> Why are you in Highgate? Why? Uh-huh. Let me just get the lyrics up because I honestly can't believe she wrote this song. It's just that bit about Highgate that gets me. Like, she's trying to talk about this guy like he's really edgy and like you know. And I'm like, he lives in Highgate, so he's clearly like he's. It's not. <laughs> It's like you're dating like a Jamie Lang. You need to I come know. up. I know. And like, doesn't she talk about like going from Brixton to Hackney? I'm like, nobody's doing that on a night out. Oh my god, I, I enjoy walking Camden Market in the afternoon. We won't be walking around there at night time, love, will nope. you? Nope. Uh, but it's fine. Me back to Highgate. Met all of his best mates. 
<laughs> oh god. Now I love Heidi stories from uni and the West End. You can find me in the pub. We're watching rugby with his school friends. How middle class is that sentence? How middle class? Oh, Taylor. Doesn't have to be Louis V up on Bond Street. So please show me Hackney. Show you Hackney. Babe, have you been to Hackney? Mm. I'll show you Hackney. I don't know if you're going to come back. Oh, man, Taylor. (laughs) Oh, God. I just... I just... Like a Tennessee Stella McCartney... On the heath. Ah, oh, God. She thinks this song is what um, Estelle's American Boy is. <laughs> That's what she thinks this song is, but it's not. Oh, my not. God. That's fantastic. Oh, dear. Um, let's move on to the top ten. Mm-hmm. So, at number ten, we've got Toy Story 4. So, it's hanging in there. It's, you know, been out quite a while. At number nine, it's Dora and the Lost City of Gold. At number eight, quite a jump back, I thought, is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. At number seven, oh, cool. at number seven, oh, it's Casino Royale. Why? This is a conspiracy. Can someone please, can you just, if you're listening weeks. to this and you know me on Twitter, can you just break down why what people are still on? going to watch this movie? Is it is it like a secret society? Yeah, just a bunch of Casino Royale watchers. Yeah, I don't understand it. And number mm. six, it's The Lion King. And number five, it's Hustlers. I've not got to see this yet. No, me neither. I need to see it. I need to see it. Um, at number four, it's Rambo, Last Blood. Hopefully the last one. And number three, <laughs> it's It, Chapter Two. Still haven't seen this either. Okay. At number two, it's Ad Astra. Which you have seen, so fill us in. What did you think? I really loved it. So I think... And I feel like I've said this to a few of my friends too. Manage your expectations as far as don't go in thinking it's one of those like heavy space thrillers, but it's more sort of it's slower and it's like it's just it 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 it's sort of it's an exploration of humanity and the way that we deal with loneliness. Which if you watch the space episode, you know or listen oh, rather okay. to the space episode. There's a lot brand. of that. It's very on brand for the whole kind of loneliness and, you know, what do we value? Do we value kind of living on Earth amongst, you know, our peeps? Or are we into kind of scaling the universe to find life? And it's it, it does a really good job, I think, at examining those two. Um, I feel like this would be the right time to use my word of the week, dichotomy. But I also, I don't think that's correct. Um, <laughs> I'm going to use I'm, it anyway. I'm going to use it anyway. Um, but yeah, no, I definitely recommend it. It's visually, it's beautiful. Um, and I've always been more of a kind of casual Brad Pitt fan. I obviously really loved him in like Everyone's Seven and Twelve right Monkeys, now. and yeah. But it's... and and I think I might be on that hype too, just because I've I've not seen him like this in a really long time. Obviously, I've not seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, so he might be just as good as that. But yeah, definitely go see it. Go see it. He's definitely got like a. I think we mentioned this in the show before, like a Brad Pitt Pittersons going on. Pittersons, exactly. Yeah. Yes. I wonder what, if he's what else he's got coming out because obviously he's got Once Upon a Time in Hollywood this year, Ad Astra, um, I know Cara. You like Brad Pitt too as well, don't you? I know. He has got so he's got. Oh, he's in the he's in that film, The King. Oh, is he? With Tim with Timothee Chalamet. Timothee Timothee Chalamet. And uh, he's also in a film called Cajillionaire, which is a crime oh. drama. Oh, it stars Evan Rachel Wood, Richard Jenkins, Deborah Winger, Gina Rodriguez, and Mark Ivaner. Ah, I love oh. Richard Jenkins. So, yeah, he's definitely having... I didn't know he was in The King. 
Oh, Although the cool, cast yeah. was pretty big for that film. Um, so yeah, it's definitely having a little bit of a pitter-sons. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Oh, I'm feeling it. It's going, um, I'm into it. And at number one this week, it is Downton Abbey. Did you ever mm. watch the show? I couldn't get through the first season. I just, I can't be asked. I, yeah, I just found it very, very difficult. Um, you, is it because the dog was called Isis? No, actually, but now that that's, yeah, I hadn't even, cons- yeah, that's true, it was called Isis. It was, because they had to kill it off, didn't they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you um, <laughs> yeah. No, I just thought, and it's bizarre, because I do quite like period dramas, but yeah. I don't know what it was about the show that I couldn't, I just couldn't quite get into. That's fair enough, that's fair enough. Okay, so new releases, there's a film coming out, um, it's actually coming out tomorrow, which mm-hmm. is odd for a Wednesday release, it's called Ready or Not, have you heard of this? No, what's that about? Uh, it's a bride's wedding night takes a sinister turn when her eccentric new in-laws force her to take part in a terrifying game. Oh, um, is this a Samara Weaving movie? It is, yeah. Oh my god, how much does Samara Weaving look like Margot Robbie? I think Margot Robbie looks like Jamie Presley. Yes, like, that's a good shout too, actually. It's it's just a look, isn't it? And they also yeah. all look like a girl that Beautiful. was in that film date movie. Um, but yeah, so Samara Weaving's in this. Also Adam Brody, uh, Andy mm-hmm. McDowell. I don't recognise any other names, I'm afraid. Um, it's had good ratings. It looks like a... Oh, nice. Yeah, it looks like a bit of a... I don't know, like a... It's, a, it's described as a comedy horror mystery. So whatever whatever that means... What are you Comedy eating? Comedy history. Oh, it's a treat. It's fine. I thought she was eating my chair. Um, but yeah, that's out tomorrow. Ryan Murphy wrote it, so it's probably ah. got a little bit of American horror horror oh, story esque nice. to it. But yeah, it's, it's had pretty, pretty decent reviews. Um, also out this Friday, Hotel Mumbai's out, but we've already spoke about this in the past, haven't we? I think we talked about the wedding guest. Did we talk about Hotel Mumbai? I thought we did because it was about the terror attacks, isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah, no, we yeah. definitely. Yeah, I think about it's this. been re-released or something like that. But this is obviously yeah. out this week. It's the true story of the Taj Hotel terrorist attack in Mumbai. The hotel staff who risked their lives to keep everyone safe. Um, Dev Patel is in this. Um, mm-hmm. It's had fantastic reviews. It's won a few awards as well. Uh, Army Hammer is also in it, so that's out this week. Um, also out on Friday is a film called Skin. This stars okay. Jamie Bell and Daniel McDonald, who I absolutely love. I love Daniel McDonald. If you don't know who is. I'm talking about, she was the one that was in um, Dumpling, Patty Cakes. Oh, yes, yes, She yes. was also no, in Unbelievable, is. which she was Very great in cool. Unbelievable. Um, so, yeah, that's up this week. Great reviews. It's about a... Oh, no, I don't know this word. A young man raised by racist skinheads and notorious among white supremacists turns his back on hatred and violence to transform his life with the help of a black activist and the woman he loves. That sounds cute. <laughs> sounds cute, I like that. <laughs> Barbara, no, don't do that. Where's your treat? Come on, where's your treats? Um, so yeah, that's out this week. Um, also out is a film called Don't Let Go. Um, this is by Jacob Estes. It's after a man's family dies in what appears to be a murder, he gets a phone call from one of his dead niece. He's not mm-hmm. sure if she's a ghost or if he's going mad, but as it turns out, he's not. Okay. It's got um, it's got um. Sorry, I'm just going. It's got um David Oluwelo in it, Storm Reid and Brian Tyree Henry. Oh, cool! I love. 
Brian Tyree Henry. Why did I forget his name for five seconds? It's okay. Literally because I just said it as well. <laughs> and finally, also at this Friday, is the Goldfinch. Oh, yeah. Now, if you've not been, Yeah, if you've not been following social media, so the Goldfinch is based on a book. It's about a boy in New York uh, taken in by a wealthy Upper East Side family after his mother is killed in a bombing at the Metropolitan Musician, Mu- Museum of Art. <laughs> now, I've never read the book. Mm. Um, have you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Did you I, enjoy the book? It was okay. I know when it came out, everyone loved it. And I didn't, oh. it wasn't my favourite book, and it's not oh. the best book I've ever read, but I finished it. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> One of them. <laughs> yeah, I finished it, I got through it. Um, yeah. So, it's not done very well. People mm. are not really liking it, and they've been very vocal about it. Ansel Elgort, who is the star of the <laughs> film, seems to have taken this very personally and has been... Do you follow him on Instagram? No, but I so, um, went specifically to his, to watch that Insta story. So he no, he actually he has been making multiple uh, videos... Mm. <laughs> multiple videos mocking people mocking the film it's some kind of meta thing I don't know what's going on but basically he's making what? fun of people making fun of this film <laughs> what uh, okay it's a different way of doing it rather than getting aggressive I suppose yeah I just feel like it's it just he it just it, feel, it just feels very bitter like I can understand that he's upset or disheartened that his film hasn't done the way that he expected it to have performed but like He's a very it's... odd person, though, because he used his social media in the past very oddly. Like, one day he posted, like, 12 selfies that were all, all the same. <laughs> uh, do you remember that day? Um, so I think he's just a bizarre person. Did he not tweet... Did he not Insta-story something about how it didn't matter how um, the re- reviews were shit because his mum really liked the film or something? Yes, yes, he did, he did. Um, <laughs> just got to feed Cara because she's getting a little bit aggressive. Did you like the goldfinch? Is this where you're kicking off? <laughs> are you a big fan I'm sorry Cara I'm, I can only I can only tell you what the public have been saying um, so yeah the goldfinch is out on Friday will you be going to see it Um, I don't think so no it's a I shame because the cast is really good yeah it's just, it's yeah, just no, one, really of, good. one of those things isn't it yeah um, I think I'd rather go see Hustlers oh god me too mm. so the topic this week is hello Cara are you joining us is films from 10 years ago, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Two, ow, 2009. What were you doing in 2009? Um, I was 16 going on 17, so I would have finished up my GCSEs, moving on to A-levels. Um, 16 was a good year for me. I feel like that was the year I started to kind of blossom into some kind of a confident woman. <laughs> um, like but yeah, that. it was good. What were you doing? Okay, so 2009, I was, I was 17, turning 18. Uh-huh. It was my second year of sixth form. Mm-hmm. And I was, I think I started the school year saying something like, this year, I'm not going to have any boyfriends. I'm not going <laughs> to have any dates. I'm not even going to care about boys. I'm going to study, 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 study. And I'm going to get into university. Oh and I'm going to be amazing. And that did not happen at all. 
but it was good I, I, th- I always think back and I always say like I love being 17 because you've got that kind of Cara be quiet you've got that in between stage of where you haven't got a lot of responsibilities you've got like a lot of freedom but not loads of freedom yeah um, plus your friends start to drive so it's great <laughs> that's true so, yeah that but it was funny because obviously we're talking about films from 10 years ago and I was going through this list and it made me laugh because I was like right saw that on a date saw that on a date <laughs> saw that on a date yeah it really isn't that I mean it is 10 years ago it's really not that long no it doesn't feel like real. I didn't no. realize some of these films were 10 years old it's, it's crazy right you need to calm down sit 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 these dog biscuits smell so nice. Sometimes I'm tempted to eat one. What's in them? It's turkey and rice, but it smells like really gravy. Oh. Should I eat one? No, no I'm joking. <laughs> Cara's like, what are you doing? Just give me the treat. Ready? On this Good week's girl. episode. Okay, so I've broken them down into genres. Mm. So, you can talk. so we're going to start with your favourite genre, which is horror. Da, da, da. Um, but obviously you were young, so you might have seen these films. I don't know. So Maybe. 2009, we had Drag Me to Hell. Mm-mm. The Haunting into Connecticut. Yes. You saw this. Scared the shit out of me. It was very scary. I went yeah. to the cinema with friends and saw this. It was very Mm-mm. scary. Um, my We had a lot of remakes. So you had My Bloody Valentine 3D. I only mm. went to see this because Jensen Ackles was in it, and I was a big uh... Supernatural fan. Yes, he's um, the last house on the left, which was the first rape scene I ever saw, and it absolutely oh. terrified me. Uh, Friday the Thirteenth, which I also only saw because Jared Padalecki was in it, and I was a big <laughs> fan of Supernatural. Good year, those boys. Yeah, those boys were everywhere. Uh, Halloween Two, which was the Rob Zombie remakes, the f- yep. the Final Destination, which was not the Final Destination; it was Final Destination <laughs> Four. Uh, the Stepfather, which had Pem Badgley and a young Amber I, Heard. Yes, I remember this. It was alright. It was alright. You had Saw 6. I know that was the I last got... one. Mm. You had Antichrist, which a few people on a few of our listeners mentioned. I've not seen this. It's ah. last one, Tria, isn't it? I have no idea. <laughs> you also had The Box. Now, do you remember this film? Um... I want to say no because I feel like the poster in my head is the one from of the gift, the box. So the box was Cameron Diaz and James Marsden, and basically nope. the premise was that they had this box, and I think if they opened it, they got everything they wanted, but someone in the world would die. Oh, so it's like a I would you rather? Yeah, I can't remember the the end of the full story. It wasn't very good, but I just remember it coming out, and I was like, I really want to see that because I loved Cameron Diaz. Um. And The Orphan. Did you see The Orphan? Yeah, again, scared the shit out of me. And have you heard the recent news story where it's some that situation has kind of happened? No. Yeah, Shut so up. apparently this Shut couple... Up. Yeah, this couple adopted... Um, I think they thought she was eight at the time, but she was actually 14. And then at some point in the timeline, um, when she gets older, she's like 22. And then there was this whole thing where they're like, oh, you abandoned her. And they were like, or neglected her. And the parents were like, legally, we didn't neglect her because she was a 22-year-old woman. Um, Apparently, yeah, she was suffering from, or rather she had like dwarfism and she looked quite like young for her age, but she was psychotic. Like she tried to kill them. She tried to poison them. She was just basically a the small murderer and everyone's like oh my god it's the orphan 
Jesus. No, I didn't yeah. know about that. Yeah. The author threw me, though, because I did not see that twist coming at the end that she yes. was actually a, a third... Was it th- she was 30 years old, wasn't she? Yeah. Yeah, that was very, very twisted. I wouldn't mind watching that again, actually, just to mm. kind of remember how it went into pieces. But, yeah, it's not a bad year for horror. Mm. Moving on to comedy, we had Bride Wars, which is described by many people as such an awful film. I, I'm reading Tan France's autobiography, and he even mentions how bad it is in the book. Yeah. I don't like it at all. And it really bothers me that the people who made it were Casey Wilson and June Diane Raphael. No. Yes. I'm like, what were they thinking? Was this like a blip? Like, what? I don't understand what's happened. That's so bizarre. Yeah, I don't get it. You also had Paul Blart Mall Cop. (laughs) (laughs) Which I also went on a date to see. (laughs) What? Yeah, that was not a good date or a good film. Um, I Love You Man, which I love. I think that's a fantastic film. That was that was funny, yeah. Jason Segal and Paul Rudd. You also had The Hangover. The Hangover yes. came out ten years ago. Classic. I love The Hangover. Everyone was obsessed with this film. Yeah. Um, 17 Again, so this was when Zac Efron was breaking out of High School Musical. Yes. I never saw 17 Again. No, oh, I really enjoyed it. I mean, it still yeah. pretty much looked like Troy Bolton for most of the film. He but, did, yeah. Um, the whole Bieber yeah. haircut going on. <laughs> yeah, it was cute. You had Bruno, the uh, Sasha Baron Cohen film. Oh, see, I'm not his biggest fan, so I didn't see Bruno. He's got that new show now where he's like playing a, playing a serious actor. He's being a serious actor. Yes, I can't I've seen buy this. it. No, it's weird. It's, it's weird, isn't it? You also had Funny People, which was not funny. Funny you had, People? Yeah, it, was, it starred um, Adam Sandler. And oh. Seth Rogen and Leslie Mann. Um, it's a Judd Apatow film, but it was it was just not funny. Yeah. Um, you also had Julie and Julia. That's the Amy Adams and Meryl Streep film. Very sweet. Yeah. You had um, In the Loop, which a few of our listeners mentioned. I've not seen this film, but no, there's a great either. cast in it. You had The Boat That Rocked, which is called Pirate Radio on Netflix now. I don't know where that's come from. Oh, um, weird. Yeah, Ten years ago. You also had Whip It, which I absolutely love. Have you seen Whip It? Was that the film about skating? It's roller about skating? a... Oh. Yes, it's about um, a roller derby team. Oh, so yeah, that's it's, it. Uh, it's this. actually directed by Drew Barrymore. Oh, cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's directed by Drew Barrymore. Uh, she produced oh, nice. it too. Uh, the cast is fantastic. So it's Juliette Lewis, Kristen Wiig, Elias Shawkat, Ellen Page. Um, it's just an incredible. I really, really loved it. And a few of our listeners as well said that, that it was one of their favourite films. Um, the relationship with the mother, it's, it's just a great film. I would definitely recommend watching it. Mm, good to know. Kara. You have to wait. <laughs> and also out in 2009 was Zombieland, which was one of my favourite films. So good. Absolutely How loved do you it. feel about the sequel? I'm sure that it's coming out. Like, it's been 10 years. I was sure yeah. the actors are doing it, because I generally did think that Emma Stone and Jesse Eisenberg and, well, all of them, apart from Abigail Braslin, yeah. <laughs> had things to do. But I'm excited. Zoe Deutsch is in it, so that's exciting. Mm. Um, yeah. What are you doing? What are you chewing? Jesus, Jesus, she's just a menace. She's um, get down. She's getting bigger, and it's getting harder to get her away from stuff. Um, I'm nervous, but I'm not having any expectations about okay. it. How are you feeling? Yeah, about the same. I mean, I've done my best to separate the first one from the second one, just because the first one was so good. Um, 
It was. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. I I like. I love the cast. I like the new additions, like you talked about Zoe Deutsch. Um, so yeah, we'll just. I'm just gonna see how it goes. Good. Okay, moving on to animated children and family films. Coraline. Mm. Oh, so good. But so scary. Oh yeah, it freaked me out. But it was My so good. My friend is going as Coraline for Halloween, and I'm like, I'm bloody hell, what a great <laughs> outfit. The button eyes. Oh god, no, it makes oh, you feel weird. Oh, stop it, stop yeah. it. Um, Monsters vs. Aliens. This is another film I went to see on a date. By the way, I went on these dates like nothing ever happened. Just so you know. <laughs> I just wanted to see the film. So I was like, yeah, I'll go and do it. You take me to the cinema, I'll pay for my ticket. It's all good. Um, not, not a good film, though. And not a good date, either. Um, I didn't like the film. Hannah Montana, the movie, and Jonas Brothers, the 3D concert. I've seen, I have not seen either of them. No. Did you see The Princess and the Frog? Yeah, loved it. I, I like this film. I love the music because I love jazz. I thought it was a yes. really good a different Disney film a different Disney film I thought that you know oh this is good they're going to be making more films like this with different leads and no they just went Mm. on and made Frozen about two white girls Um, what is no stop it she keeps chewing Scott's critic about stop it you also had Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs that I love I love that film too I feel like it's one of them like children's films that a lot of adults love yeah Um, and you had oh sorry there go on. You had Harry Potter and the Half Blood Prince. <laughs> Big fan. You know, I was a Potterhead growing up. AKA the one where Dumbledore dies. That's yes. how I, I have to. Rem- I have to remember them by like key story <laughs> points because there's so many, and I'm like, oh yeah, that's the one where Dumbledore dies. Yeah. Um, Fantastic Mr. Fox by Wes Anderson. I love that movie. It's amazing. And it's one of them films that I, that was the first like was Anderson for my witch with my sister and it was oh, quite nice. Yeah. Ow, Cora. You were both able to Okay. Do a twelve. 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 Oh god. So Cara gradu slightly off subject. Cara graduates puppy school on Wednesday. And oh, thank fun. God, because I nearly punched her teacher last week. Honest to oh. God. Don't tell me I'm doing something wrong. Anyway. As you can tell, I take criticism very, very well. Um, <laughs> so they said, you have to teach them all a trick to perform mm. next week at the graduation. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, okay, right, what could we do? And she was like, you could do something like jumping through a hoop. Oh, just jumping through a hoop. Or why can't just set the hoop on fucking fire? Wow. So we're trying to learn twirl, which is, you know, kind of easy, kind of not. Um, yeah, but it's cute. We, we, we're slowly getting there. But, um, but yes, I'm sorry, I'll stop it, but there's that. Yes, fun, sorry, Fantastic Mr. Fox. Love, 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 much better than Iron Dogs. I love, um, wasn't that the film where whenever they swore, all they the characters said, wanted... What did they say? I can't remember what they said, but I remember thinking it was really genius. Let me, oh God, you trouble throw me back there. It's been a while since I've watched it. Yeah, it's been some time. I love time. the colours, it's just so orange. Cuss word. Um, oh no, they actually used the word cuss. Oh, that's it, yeah. yeah. They'd always be what like cussing. Cuss? Yeah, I loved it. I love that. That was good. It's a, <laughs> it's a clever way. It's like with um, The Good Place. It's a yeah. clever way of introducing swearing without actually doing yeah. it. No, I like that. I loved it when they'd say a complete cluster cuss. I'd be like, oh! <laughs> it's amazing. Oh, I want to watch it now. So uh, and finally, we had Up. The best. The best. 
my sister gave me this DVD. Uh, I think she got it for Christmas, and I, I worried it to watch it. And I put it on, and I started crying. I was like, what the hell is this film? I thought it was a comedy. The first yeah. five minutes break you. Yeah, it's no, it does. awful. What a start to a film, honestly. Um, but an incredible film. Moving on to romance, we had He's Just Not That Into You. Which I loved. I loved that film too. My friend told me to watch this film. He, I remember, because I had a crush on a boy at the time, for a okay. really long time, and I kept looking. You know when you what, look for signals what, that aren't... What, and they told you to watch that film? Yeah. No, no, so <laughs> not the boy that I had a crush on. One of my friends did. Um, and instead of like being sympathetic, he was like, have you heard of this film called He's Just Not That Into You? And I was like, no. So for my birthday, he bought me the DVD, and he was like, please watch this movie. And I watched it, and then he came, and he sat down, very sympathetic, and he's like, but did you understand that he may just not be... <laughs> Scarlett Johansson's such a hoe in that film she she is I was shocked watching it Uh, you also had A Way We Go which I haven't seen but Lauren always bullies me into watching it it's John Krasinski and Maya Rudolph oh no I've not seen this no it looks really good so I think we're going to have to put that on our homework list cool you had The Time Traveller's Wife so cute so cute book was better the book was better. Thank mm, you. So Thank much you. better. Um, you had an education. Yeah. Not a fan? Well, I mean, I think my issue with... <laughs> you feel like, no, 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 let me explain. <laughs> so, I mean, so I feel like when I was about 15, 16, it's when I really started to understand how much I loved film. So it was like a new kind of everything that I watched from that point, I was kind of trying to watch it with a critical eye. And obviously, an education did really well at... Um, award season it won the oscar or won a oscar i remember and and i was like okay yeah i'm gonna enjoy this film and i love this film and i think because i'd hyped it up because it did so well critically that i just it was always gonna fall below expectations um Mm. which doesn't mean i didn't like it but yeah it was a weird one for me i know what you mean about like because i think around the same age for me i started getting into film and watching it watching them very differently yeah Um, i do love that film but then i I think now, oh god, it's very inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, also, in 2009 was It's Complicated, which starred Alec Baldwin and Meryl Streep. And I love this it. film. Yeah. It's a great film. I think, is it? Is it Nancy Myers? It feels very Nancy Myers. I do. Uh, do, do, do. Yes, it's Nancy Myers. I love Nancy hmm. Myers. Um, but yeah, it's a great, it's just a nice film. And it was just, yeah, it was just. You know, you just watch a nice film. Yeah. But you just need a nice film. That was one of them. And finally, in romance, it was 500 Days of Summer. Which everyone, all of our listeners basically mentioned when we said to them, what films did you like from 2009? I really love this film. And I feel like over the years, people have tried to tell me that I shouldn't. Yeah. People have tried to tell me that I don't love it for the reasons I think I do. And I hate that. I hate when people mm. try and tell you like try and dictate to you what you like and why you like it and things like that i understood the point that tom was out of line and tom was romanticizing things but so do a lot of women and maybe it was just nice to see it from a male perspective so people could understand what it's like i love the film i think the soundtrack's fantastic i think it's cinematography cinematography wise it's a beautiful film i think zoe and joe do fantastic performances so I will like it, and I will continue mm. to like it. But I feel like whenever you say you like it, people are like, um, actually, if you read this essay, you'll find that Tom actually was in the wrong. And I'm just like, shut up. 
but that's, yeah. that's my fault. Welcome to my TED talk. Um, how do you feel? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's one of my favourite films. Again, I think it's because I watched it in that year that I was kind of really understanding and, and growing to appreciate films in a way in a way that I hadn't. And it was just, I feel like almost my first taste of kind of an indie movie, watching it sort of consciously, like I was very aware of what was going on. And I think I... Like, I was one of those people whose minds changed as they watched it, being sort of 16. I couldn't pick up on the nuance straight away that, it, you know, Summer had told Tom from the very beginning how she how she felt, where she stood, and he was just kind of romanticising this idea that, that, that just didn't exist. And I remember two years later when I watched it at university with my housemate, um, and it was actually one of the films that me and my housemate, like, really bonded over. Um, I remember watching it back, like, wow, Tom's a dick. Like, it was just, it just didn't... So I like that, I love it when you can watch a film over and over again and just read it a little bit differently. Um, well, and I agree, I mean, like... Like, part of the film, like, Chloe Moretz's character even says to him, look yeah. back and see that. And I feel like people yeah. just... It, it, you know, people, people take films different ways and obviously some people took that film in a different way to us, but that doesn't mean you just... Dis- I don't know. Yeah. I get very hyped on this film because it's very important to me. It's just... Yeah. Will you? I feel you. Cara, you can bark who you want. You're not going out the window, you nutcase. Okay, moving on to action. So, big year for action 2009. You had Taken, the first Taken. Oh, yeah. 10 years ago. 10 years ago. I remember seeing this in the cinema of my friends from school, and when she was taken, um, yeah. we screamed. Because <laughs> you know that part when you think she's got a wife, yeah. and then she gets under the like, bed. Under the bed. Yeah. Taken. That was like. Sorry, I keep saying taken. I feel like I'm making fun of it. It's one of those films where spoiler is the title. Yeah. Yeah, it was. I did not expect it to like go into Taken two and three, um, but yes, that was the first year we had Taken. It was also the first year we had the girl with the dragon tattoo. Did we? Yeah, the original one with Rumi Pace. Rooney Mara. No, Rumi Rapace. Numi Rapace. Oh, we're talking about the original one. Yeah, the original, yeah. I don't think, ah. think she did his till like, 2011. Ah, I no, I like the I original. I the Swedish one. Something. So 2009 as well, we had Transformers Revenge of the Fallen. We had The Hurt Locker. There. Ah. Oh. Back when Jeremy Stop. Renner was, like... <laughs> Acceptable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was looking for the word, but yeah. Uh, G.I. Joe, Rise of the Cobra. You had District mm. 9... A lot of our listeners I, mentioned District 9. I love District 9. It's Everyone one of my went favorite on about it in movies. school. And I thought, that film looks shit. And then when I watched it, <laughs> honestly, I did feel that film looks absolutely shit. And when yeah. I watched it, I was like, this is really good. But then it was, yeah. it was difficult because then after that, I mean, what, what, what came <coughs> after... Excuse me. What came after District 9? Was it Chappie? <clears throat> no, no, it was something yeah. else. It, so it was like Elysium. Um, yeah, it was District 9, Elysium and Chappie. <coughs> Oh, and okay. I, because I watched District 9 quite late, I didn't watch it the year it came out, but I remember when Neither I did, did watch I. it, I was a lot, yeah, I was a lot kind of older, and I understood, <laughs> I understood film, and I think appreciated the film more than I would have had I watched it when I was younger, then I went to watch Elysium, which was okay, and Chappie, which I was just so disappointed by, so, so I don't know bad. what happened. Everyone, uh, did, did he, did he go on to make other films? He was supposed that? to make, was he not supposed to make the Alien movies? It was or Neil like Blomkamp. Yeah, I feel like he was attached to either Alien or 
he's not made another film since. No, <laughs> oh, that makes me so sad. Yeah, no, he's Where literally. Are you? He, he announced that he will be. Ah, oh, he was gonna. He was like gonna do in. Alien. Yes, yeah. you're right. He was gonna yeah. do Alien, but then they reconsidered it, and they, yeah, and rest. <laughs> Do you know, I just Googled, um, I just Googled Neil Blomkamp just to see what he was doing. And the yeah. last thing it says is, Neil Blomkamp is no longer directing Robocop Returns. That's what it says. It says that, yeah, he's focusing on a horror movie instead. Guys, it's been four years. What's going Come on? Come on, man. It's just, it's funny how, like, someone can go on such a high and then mm. just be dropped. It's, it's yeah. interesting, isn't it? But yeah, Chappie was not good. Apparently it was career ending, not good. Um, <laughs> you sorry, I got a little bit lost there. <laughs> you also had Terminator Salvation. I was really hyped for this because it had Christian Bale in it, and this was on the yes. back of The Dark Knight. Um, it was it was not that great. Fast and Furious came back. I never. I don't even know if I've seen this one. This is the one that this is. So this is Fast and Furious Four. Um, oh, okay. So no. this is like the first. Stop it, Cara. This was like the first one after all these years, kind of thing. Stop mm. it. I'll bring this up here if you can chew it. Sorry, one second. I'm all over the place. We also had Watch Ben. Did you ever see this? Watch Ooh. Ben? Watch Men. Oh. Scott, Scott's come home so he can deal with her now. She's <laughs> left the room. Uh, Watch Men. Yeah, I loved it. I love Watch Men too. Is there, is, is there a TV show that's coming out soon? October 21st, HBO. HBO, it's probably going to win an Emmy. So yeah, I did like Watchmen. It was very, very different. Very different. I liked it. Yeah, super cool. You also have Public Enemies. This was the film with uh, Johnny Depp and Christian Bale and Marion Cotillard. It was a fantastic film. This is back in the day before I knew Johnny Depp was a dirtbag. Yeah. So I really liked it. You also had Gamer, which was the film with Gerald Butler. Oh, not seen it. You also had Law Abiding Citizen, which I love. Oh, yeah, I think I did like this one. Was this a... Um... Jamie Foxx. Yes, yes, I yes. did like this one. Gerald Butler and Jamie Foxx, really good film if you've not seen it. Someone at work recently watched it and was like, I watched this really good film the other night. I don't know you've seen it. And I was like, Laura by the Citizen, where have you been for 10 years? <laughs> and also oh, no, in 2009 was, was Sherlock Holmes. Oh, I didn't like this. So this was the Robert Downey Jr. and... Yeah. Um, Jude, I need to call him Paul Jude. Who the <laughs> fuck is Paul Jude? Jude Law. Jesus. I think I think I need to lay down. I'm not gonna Maybe. lie to you. Um, this was this was the Guy Ritchie film. Now they've just announced that they're gonna do another film and it's gonna oh, be directed really? by De- Yeah, it's gonna be directed by Dexter Fletcher. Oh, this is the one about this is the one with Millie Bobby Brown and um is it oh, and Henry Cavill, bitch. right? Oh, yeah. She's gonna be in the it? one about well, isn't this a movie about Sherlock's sister? And it's called Enola, like, her name's Enola or something. I, think I have she... no idea. The only information I know about it is that Dexter Fletcher is directing it and it's going to be out in 2021. So that's, what, two years away? Yeah. But yeah, but Robert Downey Jr. and Jude Law are coming back, so... Oh, that'd be cool. So maybe exactly. I'm thinking about the wrong thing. Maybe. And then we're going to move on to drama slash everything else that Karis did mm-hmm. not have time to categorise because there could be anything in here. <laughs> um, a Single Man. This was the Colin Firth and Tom Ford film, which is Incredible. probably one of the most beautiful films I've ever seen in my life. Julianne yeah, Moore definitely. is stunning in it. If you've not seen it, you have to, have to, have to watch it. Um, I'll leave that one till the end because I can't be asked to talk about it right now. 
You'll know that <laughs> when I get to it. In fact, okay. I bet you can guess what it is already. Um, you also had Adventureland. This was the... Um, Christian Stewart film. Yep. <laughs> I've really lost it. I don't know what's going on. I think I need to slap myself. I've just completely lost concentration. Uh, Adventureland. This was Jesse Eisenberg and uh, Christian Stewart. Mm-hmm. Um, you also had Star Trek... The 2009 version. Now, this is another so film much. that when it was advertised, I was like, oh my God, I'm not seeing Star Trek. That is absolute rubbish. I've never mm. been into Star Trek. Blah, blah, blah. I don't yeah. care. And then I saw it. And life changing. changed forever. It's incredible. The cast is amazing. Mm. I mean, I'm not sure where we stand now because obviously they've made three films, haven't they? Yeah. 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 I think there was plans to make a fourth with Chris Hemsworth coming into the mix, but I don't know where it is now, actually. I feel like the last thing I heard was that there was a salary dispute and Chris and, and Hemsworth and Pine might both be out and, and I just... Well, that, only, that's not really a good... Yeah, and the only way I'm going to accept Pine being out is if they let John Cho be the lead, but I doubt that's ever going to happen. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> I love that. It's like, yeah, yeah, it's happening, but the two leads, they're not going to yeah. be in it. The two people that you want to see in the film, they're not in it anymore. So annoying. And wasn't there something about Tarantino being attached to direct? I think that's not for this film. I think it's for a ah. future film. Okay. I'm not entirely sure. Uh, I'm just looking up here. Possible sequel. Um, so, yeah. Tarantino said that his Trek film is still in development. Okay. But Paramount have actually cancelled the fourth instalment. <gasps> um, apparently, Hemsworth left the project because he found the script underwhelming. Okay, Hemsworth. That's a boss ass bitch thing to say. I like that. I Your mean, script I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was in Snow White and the Huntsman. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> damn! Shots fired. It's still he's still my second favorite, third, second, third favorite, Chris. But you are true. Pine and Hemsworth did walk away from negotiations after refusing to take pay cuts um, uh. because the last film, Star Trek Beyond. Um, yeah. underperformed at the box office because it oh, was not very good um, so yeah but obviously it's very sad because Anton Yelkin was such a big part of that franchise and obviously he, with him passing it would be a big hole to fill so I think the um, it's a shame because it would have been great to, to have the films carry on and carry on and carry on but yeah. it looks like it will no longer be doing that but that's the best thing about rewatching films mm, you can exactly. discover Chris Pine's blue eyes all over again <laughs> Oh, you're so rude. She, she's she getting agrees. jealous because I'm talking about someone that isn't her dad. So, you know. You're, yeah, Scott has nice eyes too. Um, you also had Angels and Demons. Uh, a few yes. people mentioned this. I never saw it. I I thought it was fun. I mean, I know it, I don't think it did very well critically, but it's just one of those fun movies. They made um, quite a few of them, though, didn't they? Say again? It was Tripe. Yeah, that's Tripe. Yeah, they made quite a few of the films, didn't they? Is there three? Yeah, so there was Da Vinci Code, there was... I can't remember if they made the Inferno... Yeah, I think they made the Inferno movie. I'm looking up because I've got the book somewhere, but I can't see it right now. And yeah, Angels and Demons. And I loved... Firstly, the Angels and Demons hands in the soundtrack is one of my favourites. Oh, did he do the soundtrack? That makes yes. sense. He does every soundtrack. So <laughs> I don't think anyone knows anyone else. Um, and I went to Rome in January and also did that thing where I looked to see if I could retrace the steps of the film and it was yeah I did a little bit of it it was fun it's a fun movie that sounds really nice actually yeah. I like that yeah that sounds good I like that hmm. um 
Also out in 2009 was a dog tooth. I've not seen this, but this no. is the... Your, how do you say his name? Yorgos. Yorgos. Loras. Yorgos. I'm just sticking my tongue out and hoping for the best right now. I think it's Yorgos Lanthimos, isn't it? Lanthimos. So this was... Yes, it's about a husband and wife who keep their children ignorant of the world outside their property well into adulthood. I've not seen it. Um, no, me neither. Everyone tells me to watch it. Everyone tells me that it's fantastic because it, it was at Cannes. Mm. Um, but I've just not gone around to seeing it yet. But David Lynch said that it's one of his fam- favourite fantastic comedies. Oh, okay. It doesn't sound like a comedy. No. It sounds pretty dark. Yeah. But there's David Lynch. Just to mention, I watched Blue <laughs> Velvet this week. Oh my um, God, what the hell? I've not seen it. I don't know if I watched it. I don't know if I... I don't know what happened. It was... Um, You got to the end and I said to Scott, I was like, what do you think? He went, it was very strange. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was that. Also in 2009 was Moon, which we discussed in the space episode. You also had My Sister's Keeper, which was just a very, very sad film. I didn't like it. I I never saw it. It just didn't Mm. really look like it was going to... I'm not going to get into it. Paranormal Activity was 10 years ago. Not seen it, obviously. You've never seen it? No. But it was I like a teen phenomenon. Everyone no, had I, to watch it at the time. I know. Yeah, I didn't. I just I avoided the question whenever anyone asked me if I'd seen it. I was like, haha, yeah. <laughs> I watched it on my laptop and I really wish I hadn't because it was really scary near the end. Oh, no. Scott, was, what was your favourite film in 2009? I don't know. Charming insights, as usual there. Um, Also in 2009, A Serious Man was mentioned by a lot of our uh, listeners. And My Son, My Son, What Have You Done? Which I believe is by... Courtney, you said this one. I've forgotten the director already. I'm sorry. Werner Heart... I don't know how to say his name. It's that German guy. Oh, Werner Herzog. Werner, that's it, because I don't say the W properly. Werner Herzog. Um, I haven't seen that, but yeah, that came out in 2009. No, me neither. Just some ones that I'm going to list off. A Serious Man, I've just said that. Bronson, The Damn United, Precious, The Blind Side with Sandy oh, Bullock. yeah. Incredible woman. I just, I just wanted to be her, like the big blonde hair and when she was just like, my son and stuff, yeah. Um, Twilight Saga, New Moon. Oh, not seen any of 2009. them. I was excited because I didn't watch Twilight in the cinema, um, but I saw New Moon in the cinema, and it was like an event. It was like everyone okay. was excited to go, like, who are you going to go see it with? Like, it was nice. a big... That was during the big um, Twilight, um, yeah, time. Uh, Jennifer's Body. Ah, oh, amazing. And that had its 10-year anniversary. I remember seeing something on Twitter a few days ago. Incredible film. It makes me laugh now because when it first came out, not a lot of people liked it. And not yeah. a lot of people liked Megan Fox. I was one of them, actually. And then when I watched Jennifer's Body, I changed my mind. And then I realised the reason why I didn't like her was because I was jealous of her because she was so beautiful. And so I just beautiful. thought she must not be a nice person because she's so intimidatingly beautiful. And I was naive yeah. and young. And I know the error of my ways. The Lovely Bones also came out <laughs> 10 years ago. Why are you giggling yeah. in that case? Because me and Sasha Ronan are relate, we're related over the Lovely Bones. Um, okay, so. I'm going to need a lot more information and some receipts. No, basically, we, she played Susie Salmon in a film, and I played Susie Salmon in a play. 
You um, were in a play um, about the lovely bones? Yeah, so it wasn't actually about... Um, so what what we'd done basically is taken characters from lots of different films and books that have that had suffered some kind of trauma or had some sort of mental health difficulty. So it was like um, Susie Salmon from The Lovely Bones, Hannibal Lecter, Lady Macbeth. Um, it was like a whole bunch of sort of these different characters and it took the form of a large therapy session. Um, okay. So there was lots of like soliloquies and monologues, whatever, whichever, whatever, soliloquies and or monologues. Um, yeah, it was really cool. It was a bizarre play to be in when I was 18 because, you know, I was effectively <laughs> an, a, a murdered, raped ghost. Yeah. But... Yeah, so no, whenever I see Sir Sharon in, in anything, I'm like, hey, sis. I like that. <laughs> Sharing Sh- right. journeys. Yeah. It was, um, I can't, I can't remember if I, no, I tried to read the book and I didn't like it. Um, yeah, but it's very dark. I watched the film and I knew briefly what it was about um, and it mm. was very hard hitting. I mean, I think this was the year that I must have started watching, it sounds really weird, started watching films on rape or just become, become more... I don't know. I think I've become more aware of rape because it was in more films I was watching than obviously yeah. previous. I mean, like soap operas and things like that. I'd, I'd, you'd have storylines on it, but this, this was when I started learning more about it. And obviously, being seventeen, yeah. year, seventeen years old, it was when you know boys died. You know, yeah, not being very nice about when girls said no. Mm. So. The film was very hard for me because I thought it was just brutally awful. It was you get to the end of the film, and you just think, no, but what about a happy ending? You know these yeah. people. Um, the book. Yeah. Honestly, we have ten rooms in this house, or something ridiculous like that. Go and play one of them. Um, the book <laughs> is a lot more graphic in regards to the <laughs> chop. Oh, did you hear that? <laughs> She was like, excuse me, mummy, I'm going to sit where I want. Um, the book was very, a lot more graphic. I can't remember, there, there was a girl in school that was like, yeah, the book's got like a lot more rape stuff in it. I was like, oh, is that like a good thing? Like, were you wanting yeah. more rape in the show? Yeah. Um, I think they said that they purposely didn't have any of that in the film because they didn't want it to be that kind of film. Yeah, I think there was... So what I did appreciate about the film was how it a lot of it took place in um, Susie's mind and her mind was so colourful because she, and you know, it was reinforcing the fact that she was a child which made the film, I think, both sad and light at the same time. That's a um, very good point. But yeah, no, I mean, I thought it was... Stanley Tucci was amazing in this movie. He was incredible in this film. And yeah. I really loved... I thought Susan Sarandon was great too and actually Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, he was. It was a great... Is Rachel Wise the mother? She is, um, isn't she? Yeah, she is the mother. Yeah. Plus, another thing I love about this film is that Michael from The Sopranos is... Um, not Michael. Yeah, Michael. No. Michael Ep- Imperali. Christopher, mm-hmm. sorry. Christopher from Christopher, The Sopranos. Okay, sorry. yeah. I was trying to think of Adriana and how she used to say it. I was like, <laughs> she didn't say Michael. Um, David. Um... Yes, yeah, so he plays the detective, so I really, I really like that too. But yeah, it's it's just a sad film. It's just one of them films that you just get to the end of it and you're kind of like, yeah, yeah, sad. But no, it's sad. Uh, and last but not least, it's Avatar. Mm. Mm-hmm. Which I say to a last because I don't give a shit about Avatar. I'm sorry. No, I'm gonna put it out there right now. You can unsubscribe. You can never listen again. 
I do not care about Avatar. I don't want no. a second film. I don't want a franchise. I am not interested. Yeah, and isn't it just exactly. Pocahontas? Yeah, it basically is, right? It talks about its conquest. I think I'm pretty basically. sure that when someone said that it's basically just Pocahontas in space. No, basically, I thought it was. I I just thought it was very kind of derivative, and the dialogue was really cringy, and just it was just a lot of show and not enough story. Yeah, I just I I can't be bothered with it. But yeah, no. ten years ago, that was it. Um, so just in general, I thought I think it was a good year. I think for me and yeah. you, obviously, like you said, this was the this was the year you started paying more attention to films. I think that that's fall for me as well. Um. I think 2010 probably has a lot more films for me that mean more because it's like the films yeah. I started studying and things like that. So we'll have to do yeah. an episode in 2010. Um, but yeah, it's a pretty pretty good year. Yeah, I'd say I so. it was pretty solid. Yeah, that was a good one. Who who would you say was the star of 2009? Oh, the star of 2009. Um. I don't know. I feel like Taken was big, so and everyone was like super into Liam Neeson that year, which is hilarious when you think back on it now. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, <do. laughs> I feel like there was definitely a Zombieland hype. So Jesse Eisenberg and Emma Stone were in the in in the limelight. Um, though I think maybe you could argue that it wasn't until the Social Network did people start paying attention to Jesse. I completely um, agree with that. But yeah, I think there were a lot of... I think 500... For me, and my kind of friend circle, and the people that I kind of hung out with, 500 Days of Summer was like life-changing. It was like an indie, independent kind of like treat, wasn't it? I mean, in regards to... um, In regards to awards, obviously, The Hurt Locker won the Oscar that Mm. year. Um, uh, Catherine Bigelow won. Um, A Single Man did very well. An Education did very well. The Blind Side did very well. Up in the Air. Sorry, I didn't even mention Up in the Air. What a great oh, film. Yeah, yeah, sorry, 2009. George Clooney and Anna Kendrick, Vera Farmiga. That was a great film. That did really well. I really do like that film. Up did great. But in regards to highest grossing, Avatar obviously was number one. Harry Potter, number two. Makes sense. Ice Age, number three. Ugh, I can't. There's so many of them. Transformers, number four. Transformers was massive. Everyone seemed yeah, to be really was, into it. It was big. It was saying a lot of toys. Yeah. I, uh, number it five, big. it was t- it, 2012, that weird film with John Cusack. Ah, I quite liked that one. was going to end? I never saw it. Oh, God, yeah. Sometimes I wonder whether it would have been better off ending. <laughs> no, because then we wouldn't have ever known about Mahashala Ali. Oh, that's true. I take it back. Think take it all it. back. Uh, number six, it was Up. Then you had The Twilight Saga, Sherlock Holmes, Angel of the Demons, and The Hangover. So, yeah, it was a very... I mean, you still had a lot of the franchises back then. So you had Twilight, mm. you had Harry Potter. So, yeah. Yeah. It was a good year. It was a very good year. Very good year. But, yeah, ten years ago. It's crazy. Where do you think you're going to be in ten years from today? I, that oh, always feels like a job interview question. And yeah. I always feel like saying, not working here. <laughs> I am going to be married to a rich man who's going to be funding my expensive habits. I'm just kidding. I have no idea. <laughs> I have no I idea what I'm going to be doing. She says expensive habits. The expensive habits she means will be like buying shit from Amazon and yeah, uh, going to brunch. Not like yeah. cocaine and uh, alcohol. <laughs> yeah. No. No, no, no. I have no idea. What about you? What do you think you'll be doing? 
Um, 10 years time, I will be 37, mm. nearly 38. Mm-hmm. So I will probably have had all the children that I want. Yeah. So if you're born after, um, if you're born after 2029, 20, I'm sorry, you're an accident. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Hopefully directing more, producing more, no longer mm. working in a job where people go, it's Karen, right? Oh, or gosh. Carly? Carla? Carrie? Carmen? Carmen, come on, am I a stripper? Um, yeah, I don't know, we'll see. Hopefully happier. Yeah. That, no, that sounds too depressive. I am happy, no, I promise. I know what you mean. <laughs> just, no, I yeah, know what just, you mean. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, people get really scared of like turning 30. I think, I mean, like Scott is turning 30 next year and he's got like this pre-30 anxiety that I think a lot of men okay. get. Yeah. I'm not fast. I am I'm not really fast. excited about my 30s. Yeah. I mean, I'm 27 now. I'll be 28 soon. I feel so much more calmer than I did when I was 21, 22. I would yeah. not want to go back. God, no. Like, the uncertainty, the insecurity. I mean, I have all that now, but, you know. It's, 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 <laughs> but now it's you less. have Cara. <laughs> but now I have Cara. Yeah. And uh, a house to hiding. So, yeah. It's a, yeah. But, yeah. That's the end of the episode. Thank you to everyone who sent in their um, favourites from 2009. Um, there were a few people that got confused and thought I meant this year. Oh, okay. And then there was also uh, Omar who said Hacksaw Ridge. And I'm pretty sure that came out like four or five years ago. But yeah, yeah, I also it, never saw Hacksaw Ridge. <coughs> it's a good film, you know, for, for a Mel Gibson directed film. But yeah, <laughs> as always, you can rate, review. If you want to leave a review, that's great. On iTunes, that'd be fantastic. You can also subscribe and uh, follow us on Twitter because... I haven't removed Neha from it yet, so she's still allowed to tweet for the time being. Yeah, it'll be maybe another two weeks if you guys, you know. No, I love you... it. I get scared, though, because <laughs> I remember when I first started giving Rian pictures, social media to other people to manage, it would pop up and I'd be like, who's hacked into my account? <laughs> and then I'm like, yeah, someone's going to hack in and post a, something promoting the podcast. Yeah. But it's yeah. a picture of Oscar Isaac from your hacker. That's fine. Keep doing that. It's good content. Yeah, I love it. You know what I'm I saying? Love it. Anyway, I'm going to go now because I think I'm about to choke on my own uh, mucus. <laughs> I need to... I'm, I as you can tell, I'm still not well. Um, so, yeah. I will see you next week. Next week. Where we'll have... <laughs> oh, we're still doing it. I was about to switch my... I have no idea what I'm doing right now with my hands. like I feel like the little boy out The Shining. <laughs> <laughs> what was his name? Terry? Is I it Terry? Know, I've just got you like an image of you as a boy like with your little finger <laughs> don't turn off the podcast yeah <laughs> oh god i need to leave now this is too much i think no, i'll come I back you. okay bye guys bye guys <laughs> please come back <laughs>